0: From high atop the Camelback Towers in Scottsdale, from the Star Worldwide Network Studios, this is Checking In with Check for a Love, Arizona's prominent breast cancer nonprofit, providing free education, mammograms, wigs, and support. Now, let's check in with Check for a Love.
1: We are so excited for our episode today. We have Lexi Coleman with the Mint Cannabis here. She's going to share some great stories and some great education. But first, I want to say hello to my co host, Ashley Plum. How are you doing today, Ashley?
0: Doing great, Holly. Great to be here.
1: Woohoo. I'm excited for another show with you. And I'm Holly Rose, the founder of Check for a Lump, and excited to be here with you today. Before we get started and I introduce Lexi, I want to shout out our annual sponsors. They make our podcast possible and all of our programs. So uh, our gratitude to the Arizona Center for Reconstructive Breast Surgery, Cancer and Blood Specialists of Arizona, Cigna, the Mint Dispensary, Pfizer, Sonora Quest, and True Leaf Harvest. We appreciate your support. And now I would like to welcome Lexi Coleman with The Mint. And I want to share The Mint Cannabis is a national multi state operator, cultivator, and innovator headquartered in Guadalupe, Arizona. Its parent company, Bright Root Incorporated, was founded in 2016. Serving medical card holders and adult use customers, ages 21 plus, the Mint operates a highly respected nationwide network of state-of-the-art retail locations, manufacturing and extraction laboratories, with cultivation centers across the US. The company's headquarters features a 12,000 square foot flagship store with a full service hot foods kitchen, which is the largest in Arizona and the third largest in the nation. The mint continues to expand its brand across the country with retail cultivation and processing locations in Michigan, Massachusetts and Missouri with plans to enter new markets. And like I said, today, we are here with Lexi Coleman, the event coordinator, also known as the Duchess. How are you doing today, Lexi? <laughs> Hello, Holly. Hello, Ashley. Hello. I'm so
2: excited to be here. I've got all my notes. I've been gearing up. <laughs>
1: Oh, fabulous. We are so happy to have you here. Education is so, so important. It is so empowering. What you don't know, you don't know. And so uh, this is a topic many people don't tiptoe into, they're afraid of. And so to open up that that window to them, to view it from a, a completely different lens that is safe, Uh, We are happy to share this information, your information. So starting out, please, I want to hear what led you to believe in the benefits of cannabis for health.
2: Well, I'm very fortunate to get to work with something I believe in. I think you guys can both relate to that. It's an amazing experience when you chose what you believe is going to make a change. Um, And that's cannabis for me. When I was very young, I was uh, in elementary school. My mother had come down with Hodgkin's lymphoma very surprising. She was 29 years old and none of us really knew how to react. We just took the advice of doctors. She had three young children and family who was just trying to figure it out. That led her, you know, she was able to get into remission, but so many side effects happened: fibromyalgia, as well as numerous other things that have led to her pain, which led to pain management. Um, I watched my mom be on opiates for about 20 years before she decided to tried to experiment with cannabis again, first time since she was real, real young. And I actually saw her not only have a positive reaction, but she was able to go get her medical card and find a way to replace opiates in her daily life with cannabis. And in turn, that gave me my mom back. That gave me back the person who had to sleep away a lot of her life because she was sick. Um, And then she got to be sick with uh, a little more fun and happiness in her life. So after that, I, uh, I, quit. <laughs> I quit my really good paying job and said, I am going to get into cannabis. This is life changing. And it took some time, but I found my footing and I work for an amazing company that believes what I believe about cannabis. So I am here to help people know that it can have a really good impact on your health and life.
1: What a beautiful story of passion that led you to the cannabis world. And thinking about your mom, you know, 20 years on opioids for pain management, you know, 20 years ago, a cannabis, you couldn't walk into a dispensary and access it. Was that, did you see that as a deterrent for her as you watched her through her struggles?
2: At the time, I don't think any of us were really wise to the fact that it would have been a simple solution to the things like the nausea or just the general discomfort and unhappiness you experience with feeling stuck, feeling uncomfortable in what you have to deal with with cancer. And she kind of just got through it that way, but was after the fact, um probably about 10 years after she was in remission, she started to dabble with the idea And a few years later when she moved out to arizona and there was a legal program that was pretty new available to her Um, i think it was about 2015 2016 she came out here and it had only been medically legal for a few years but Mm -hmm. that's when she found out hey
0: there's an alternative
2: and really got into it because she you know she had tried a couple times about 10 years after like let me smoke but you sometimes need more than one way my mom had her lymphoma concentrated in her chest. All of her radiation was in her chest. So she developed asthma. Can't smoke like that. No. But edibles changed her life. So that's the beauty of cannabis. You can have it in so many
0: ways. Yeah. there. I know we did one of our uh, Super Survivors Unite events with you guys. And you talked about all of the different forms and ways that you, that cannabis is available to help cancer patients. And I, I believe that's one of our, you know, one of the things we want to make sure we touch on today. So would you be willing to you know, dive into that just to, you know, of start course. touching
2: on that? And what bit. I want to say for sure is that A lot of this is new. We only have so many people who got to experiment who had equipment or knowledge before the last 15 years or so to see what cannabis can really do Mm -hmm. um, because it was illegal. So there is a lot of limited research and every bit of research we're gathering every day is so valuable. Um, Right now, there are several ways to medicate that are a little more gentle to the body than smoking, edibles being the number one. Um, That's actually one of the number one recreational products is is edibles um, because you don't get the, any harmful side effects of, cannabis doesn't really have negative side effects if you're smoking pure cannabis, but papers and different wraps, they can expose toxins to people who have lung sensitivity. So I always recommend edibles for that. If you do like to smoke, but you're looking for something more concentrated, you can expand beyond flour now. There's cartridges where you have a little discreet way to medicate in small doses, small hits of your choosing. And it's just pure THC and a little pen that's going to get you a quick deliverable, relaxing sort of uh, high off of that. As well as dabbing, which is a concentrate as well. But that one doesn't require a little battery that goes in your pocket. That one requires a big old rig, some butane, and some crazy activity, which as you can see as a stoner, I still find that a little intense. <laughs> <laughs> but that is a super potent way to get the medicine you need. Um, So you've got wax, you've got cartridges, you've got edibles, there's also tinctures that you can put under your tongue and kind of work like an edible, but absorb right under the thin tissue there to get you the medicine quick as well. Um, There's also two of my favorites and highly underrated products are topicals and suppositories. If you're feeling pain on top, you might not need to feel a psychoactive adjustment, but you could sure help your carpal tunnel that you don't need to feel on top of everything else with a little bit of a topical, just rubbing it on there. Um, and as we are kind of an herbal people, they usually smell pretty good. And suppositories can really deliver direct medicine into the intestine. So that's great for anyone who has any sort of digestive problems in this crazy modern day. Um, all of that, though, you can always find more information on on our website and blog posts is another resource for that. Always want to encourage people to explore that research for themselves.
1: Lexi, I also want to highlight your, your food kitchen. So you're one of, I I, I think you may be one of the only ones in Maricopa County that has a, a large food kitchen with many options from pizza to cakes uh, and cookies and macaroni and cheese, all of those items. And I think that's important because when you have someone, especially an older patient, and a lot of when you're looking at breast cancer, a lot of your clients, the majority are going to be older. And I think the older clientele have a more initial fears about marijuana, if they never tried marijuana in the 60s. And, you know, they weren't a part of that culture, I think they have a hesitation. And so presenting it in a form that is Um, recognizable to them, I think is a beautiful way. And you also have cancer patients who are having a hard time eating. So a comfort item like macaroni and cheese or pizza is going to be wonderful.
2: Um, We're actually the only hot foods cannabis kitchen in the country. (laughs) I love my job. (laughs) (laughs) That's incredible. I fully agree. Um, As a people, Food is everyone's culture. So for me, it's, it's those chicken wings. I can get medicated chicken wings, which are inevitably going to help uh, my brain because they've got THC in them, help my body because they've got THC in them. But it reminds me of home, and it's a beautiful touch. So I, I can definitely see how you find that.
1: I love that. What would you advise uh, cancer patients or anyone else who's struggling with pain from another type of disease, arthritis, or uh, you know any any other debilitating disease? What is the best time for cannabis during their treatment?
2: So the best time is when you're experiencing the ailment. Um, the great thing about cannabis is even the longest effects that take to set in which is edibles because you have to digest those you're only looking at a couple hours so in a case like uh, when my mom was going through treatment it would have been amazing to have some cbd for her anxiety before she went into the chemo room because you know that starts to build before you're there you know when that appointment is so even though she might not have wanted to be high that would have been a nice time for her to have something relaxing and then after when you're experiencing that nausea when your body's just tired from what you're going through um, a lot of people think of cannabis as strictly something that kind of slows you down makes you hey man um, but there's actually a lot of cannabis that can kind of uplift you and give you energy and positivity and so doing research into different strains and different ways to medicate to utilize those things when you're really not feeling good is the best time to use it whether it's mentally whether it's physically Because your body has an endocannabinoid system that's gonna put those, that take that THC and put it where it needs to be received in your brain and body.
1: So, can the mint cannabis staff help guide someone on the type of strain that they would want to take for whatever they're experiencing?
2: Our bud tenders outshine me every day. I come in and I say, "Hey guys, I want a flower." And they're like, okay, so this one's very lemony and it feels like this and this and this. And they, can break. they know everything in every store. So the people in our stores are some of the most knowledgeable folks I've met in this industry. They can guide you through product, through strains, through effects. And you just have to be ready to ask and know that there's some experimenting when you first start.
1: So Lexi, I have this is a, an embarrassing question. You're going to laugh at this question because the Mint Cannabis, who is an annual sponsor of ours, they're, they've been fabulous with their support and they invited us to uh, host one of our super survivors unite there. And which is survivors and their caregivers. And we came and we did a tour of the facility and they were talking about flour. And I was looking at the pizza and some of the cookies. And in my head, I was thinking flour, like white flour that you cook with. And it took me, you know, if if you aren't immersed in the dispensary (laughs) world, I think you may want to clarify flour because I was thinking, oh, well, I bake with flour.
2: (laughs) Okay. You're not the first person who's told me that. Some of my friends (laughs) who do not work in the industry make fun of me frequently. But I'm like, well, we had to classify it, and it's flower. <laughs> but it is what you know as weed, pot. What you see, that's flour. It's the flower of the cannabis plant.
1: Thank you for clarifying that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what about the uses beyond when you're actually in treatment? What about when you're in remission and you're feeling healthy? So
2: that's another great thing. If you're feeling healthy, that's when I suggest using cannabis to enhance your life. Um, That means simple things. Um, If you experiment with it when you're not feeling well, then you know the parts of it that make you feel really well. So for me, when I'm having a, when I'm not experiencing pain, I'm not experiencing any flare up for PTSD or any of the reasons I have cannabis in my life, sometimes I think I really just want to value my body, and enjoy this life. So I pick something that's pretty healthy. I'll get like a low sugar, low calorie edible, low dose, you know, nothing crazy. And I'm gonna take myself out. I'm gonna center myself. I go on a hike and I am thankful. I feel good cause my body's just a little euphoric and I'm grateful. I walk around and I express gratitude internally. Like look how good I feel and how grateful I am to have this little aid who not only has a euphoric burst, but has medicinal benefits on its own. So you
1: can't feel depressed when you are feeling gratitude and it actually, they've done studies and gratitude boosts your immune system.
2: Mm -hmm. And so does cannabis. So that's how I do that. I think it's both a spiritual and a physical thing with cannabis. So if you can open up to it, it's amazing. Because the terpenes that you'll find in cannabis, which I highly recommend doing a little research on terpenes, it's what gives the flavor, smell, and effects to the plant. Um, Not so much the psychoactive effects, but all of the terpenes, some of them you may have heard of, like carophyllene, linalool, myrcene. They all have different flavors and tastes, and they do different things in our body. So um, myrcene is that one that makes you sleepy, that thing you get from cannabis. Linalool doesn't really make you feel anything, but is an antifungal. So if you do your research and you can appreciate the spiritual aspect of what you're doing to your body as well, um, you can you can really be helping your health and your mind at the same time.
1: Super interesting. And before we're, we're going to take a break, we've got the Blanks uh, musical band with us today. Uh, so I want to get to them. But I do want to touch upon when uh, we talked about remission, one of the uh, the other benefits could be because we're dealing with breast cancer patients all the time. And once you get out of treatment, you aren't really done with treatment. There is so much anxiety that, that, so that and PTSD. I'm 14 years out and I'm really starting to deal with the anxiety that came from breast cancer and all of the trickle effects. So I think there's potential for, you know, we're breast cancer, like I said, and and, and talking to survivors that... There's that component for to treat as well as PTSD and anxiety.
2: It is super helpful. Um, Actually, just the other day, the uh, Arizona Department of Health Services reclassified what would count for a medical qualification on uh, for a cannabis medical card. And that now includes more. Um, mental things as well, like OCD, um, not just PTSD, anxiety, depression, more than was listed before. Because even if you've gotten physically well, even after, if you're so fortunate to get into remission and not have a lot of negative side effects, that anxiety is real. Every time you go in for your checkup, you still have that fear. My mom is 20 years in remission now and still she w- gets will that call. She will call me and be there. like, I'm not trying to scare you, I just, and and you know, you all feel it. So mm-hmm. learning, I think this this may be my personal brand of philosophy, but if anyone wants to adopt it, I'd be honored, is that you survive for a reason. Mm-hmm. And so if it's for your health and family, then you should absolutely fuel that as much as you can, whether that's with little bits of cannabis and a lot of bits of exercise, or a lot of love and a little bit of fat in your diet. You know, everyone finds their balance. And I think cannabis can be really helpful to a lot of people who experience any sort of illness, whether it's extreme or mild.
1: Lexi, thank you so much. You've got so much information. We're going to keep the conversation going, but we are going to take a small break and we are going to rock out. We've got the Blanks here today in the studio to rock out with us and we want to share our appreciation for them. So let's hear it for the Blanks. Thanks. That was awesome. We are so appreciative to have your support. You can check out their whole catalog of music on social media at the blanks with a z check them out they are awesome rocking it so thank you again for your support and again we are here with lexi coleman from the mint dispensary let's keep this wonderful conversation going education is empowering so let's let's dive into more and talk about how does cannabis compare to other pain, nausea treatments that doctors are prescribing now during and after treatment? Uh, you know, you talked about your mom, and I'm sure you can expand upon that.
2: Oh, I sure can. I am, I am no stranger to Zofran. <laughs> I have, <laughs> I have seen her look at that like it's a little Pez dispenser. Like, when can I have one more? Um, but that's the thing, right? Is that some things work amazing, and sometimes they stop working, or sometimes they're just not a strong enough dosage. They don't agree with your body, their side effects. And that can be true with cannabis. A hundred percent. There are people in this world who have um, just adverse reactions, but it's very, very rare percentage wise next to a lot of pharmaceuticals. But it's really important to know when to utilize your pharmaceuticals. Um, a lot of people in my industry kind of heavy crusade and don't believe in pharmaceuticals at all. I believe in a balance. Um, I believe that There's a reason science has made it this far, and some of it is to help us, and sometimes our bodies don't like it. So if you have been on opiates or Zofran or promethazine, any of those things that are helping your nausea, that are helping your pain um, over time, that, you know, it makes you a little drowsy. The promethazine helps. It helps because it helps with your cough that you keep developing from after your radiation, (laughs) but it also is making you sleepy. Okay, well, Maybe that's the time if you want to have a cookout with your family where if you practice in your house, you take tiny, tiny amounts of cannabis. I'm talking two to five milligrams of THC to see if that makes you feel at least good enough to go out and do stuff. You might not get that slowed down effect that you get from the side effects of other things. And so it really becomes to know, to make a friend with cannabis the same way you trust your doctor with prescriptions because we don't have the amount of verified research that we do with opioids, which you can kind of see if you go to the American Cancer Society website and look up cannabis versus opioids, there's so much more available for opioids because we have the research. When it comes to cannabis, you'll see that they still have a section on there that says possible harmful effects of marijuana because we don't have the research to prove that there isn't harmful effects. However, what I will say, is that the only harmful side effect listed is that you may have the feeling of being too euphoric. And so, (laughs) a.k.a. you got too high. What's important for everyone to know about this is do not be straight away. You won't. You will not die. You will not stop breathing. You may eat a whole bag of Doritos and regret it. Um, you you might fall asleep and never finish the movie or even remember what movie it was because you selected it in a state. But um, that's your worst shot at self-experimenting. So I always tell people to start slow because those possible harmful effects can be taken off of this information sheet if we're all willing to experiment together. Um, and opioids have that benefit where you're getting all of the info you already need. So if you know that your prescription is how you can make it to all of your appointments and spend the day with your family. Of course, if that's what your body needs, that's what your body needs. But if maybe that's making you too sleepy or just hurting your tummy sometimes and you can't eat, maybe that's when we work in cannabis as a combined effect. You know, It doesn't have to be together, but separate working together to make you feel good is where I really think it can thrive.
0: So I have a so cool. quick question on that. So you talk about, you know, the experimenting and, you know, the, your, what what did you call the, your, the staff at the, the bud? Bud tenders. Are, the bud are, tenders. They are patient
2: service representatives, but yes. doesn't bud tender sound more it, fun? It does.
0: It does. <laughs> so if somebody were to go in and get some, you know, their advice and they get their cannabis and they're going to try it, can they call or... Reach somehow reach back out to one of the bud tenders to say, hey, I've got this going on, or this happened. What are your suggestions on adjusting dosage? Is there guidance along the way, you know, from mint?
2: The first thing I could say is that a lot of our bud tenders are on a personal level where if you say, hey, I really need an expert, like can you be that guide? They'll give you their Instagram or they'll at least direct you to like a way to contact us, which you can always call if you have questions. We have informational sheets available at every store. Our website is probably the most available at all times. And that's again, when I would always expand. I I live by Leafly because they post all of the updated research. So anytime a university is working on something, um, it's L Y, just you know, leafly, leafly. Mm -hmm. Um, but they are up to date on research too. So while our team members are amazing at the products we carry, sometimes you might have like, um, a niche reaction where you metabolize something in your CB1 receptor really quick. And you'll know based on the effects if you read that research. So again, the biggest pitfalls that we just don't have the numbers to show but anything that goes up on there and you can utilize as like an individual patient, that's how I've become a more advanced cannabis user. It's experimenting and researching independently.
1: Hey, Lexi, I have a question. You touched upon the American Cancer Society Mm site and the research they have on opioids versus the research with cannabis. Do they go into the research of the harm and addiction that opioids have caused within our community over the past decades, you know, I agree that there's a time and a place for a certain medication uh, to be administered and for a certain amount of time, but the abuse that's happened and then that trickle effect to to the person, their families, the economy, the insurance, uh, do they go into any of that? Um, You know, as a little cannabis
2: warrior, I did look for that. They do touch on um, the breakthrough pain that everyone has heard of with oxycodone that obviously we've proved over time since oxycodone was released is actually, in fact, tolerance-building. It's not breakthrough pain. It's that you, in fact, build tolerance to all sorts of drugs, including cannabis. Um, But they don't highlight that a whole ton. Um, To be completely honest, they end the article by saying um, (laughs) one of the things is that you may just have a tolerance, you might not be addicted. And I think that what's really important is that physical and mental addictions are two different type of things, and opioids tend to lead to the physical addiction because your body is going to need that to feel okay. Um, So that's why I kind of encourage the alternative medicine. Mm -hmm. When you're cut into, when you're right after an operation, Cannabis might not cut it.
0: seems right. a little stronger.
2: And that's just my experience. When, when, you know, you got 18 stitches, it's a different story. But I think that's my point is time and place, right? Um, you don't want to abuse anything because you want to be healthy. And I right. think that's what a lot of people that you work closely with are wanting to gain back is their health. Mm-hmm. And cannabis can help with that just like anything can if you know how to use it right.
1: Absolutely. You know, what I think is beautiful is uh, so being a breast <laughs> cancer patient and of course you have a lifelong relationship with your doctors that – I discovered, or over the course of time, you know, I've been seeing my doctors for 14 years that they started to prescribe cannabis. They were very hesitant 14 years ago when I was first diagnosed, and people would ask me, you know, why don't you get your card, which it wasn't very common at that time. And I never chose to. But sure enough, years later, experiencing anxiety and PTSD, my oncologist started to prescribe it and it was kind of a hush hush in the office. And then I noticed that more and more survivors I spoke to sure enough, the oncologists were prescribing it more and more. So I think it's great to, that it's becoming a norm within the medical community.
2: And Holly, I don't know if this has been your experience um, through medicating, but just while we have the opportunity to share it with people, when we talk about how cannabis can help your mental health, um, it doesn't go away, right? Your anxieties, your fears, they're always there. Um, But what I mean by that, for me at least, maybe it's similar for you, when I medicate, I can process it all. Like I still am able to feel those things, but I'm able to feel those way and feel those feelings in an emotional state where I can process and say, okay, these are your fears.
0: Right, and you can work
2: through them. And at the exact same moment, almost instantaneously, I can say like, but I'm okay. There's not actually anything wrong right now. And that is simply because the beauty of cannabis is underneath it all. It's a psychoactive drug. And there's a lot we all got. (laughs) We
1: all got to work out in there. (laughs) So that's
2: what we mean when we say help with your
1: mental health. Yeah. I think every individual, every family has a lot to work out. (laughs) Uh, That's true. That is true. (laughs) Where can, if, if any, if this conversation has sparked any interest in anyone in any of our survivors, caretakers, the general public, where can they find more information and research all of the topics we discussed?
2: So we have on our website, themintcannabis.com, um, we have so many blog articles. I, I don't even actually know how many, but we have articles about the benefits of cannabis, um, how to smoke it in all of its various forms, how to eat it, how to cook with it. So whether you think, maybe I would be more comfortable with it if I was in control of it and wanna make a recipe, you can hit our blog up. If you wanna know about how it can help in the same way that a lot of antidepressants and opiates do for different conditions, that's on there. Um, but also, as I mentioned, Leafly is one of the loves of my life. The way they update their research frequently is so important to cannabis consumers. Because if you recall, in the 60s, doctors advised all of their patients with ulcers to consume ample amounts of dairy, which we now know makes ulcers worse. So it's super <laughs> important to stay on that research, to be where they're giving you the updates so that you can make sure you're as healthy and benefiting from all of your medicine as possible. Absolutely.
1: Lexi, if someone wants to go into the mint cannabis, do they have to have a card to go in?
2: Not anymore. Um, now that Arizona is a recreational cannabis state, all you need to do is be over 21 and have an ID, which anywhere in the country, you're able to come in and visit. So come on down.
1: Yeah, I highly recommend to everyone to check out the Mint Cannabis and their kitchen that is at their priest location, which is correct, right? Yes,
2: our flagship down in Tempe.
1: 5210 South Priest Drive. It's very impressive and very knowledgeable. I'm sure anyone there can guide you through all the different products. And the food is just, it's fascinating to to see all the different products and the information. And you can find more information on The Mint at their website, themintcannabis.com. You can also find them on social media, Facebook, The Mint Arizona instagram the mint cannabis underscore az and twitter mint underscore cannabis so uh we highly encourage you to explore this if this is a a good fit for you i i think it's it's becoming more and more um, acceptable and I think it's a great form of treatment if it's right for you for for pain, for depression, for anxiety, for PTSD. So uh, we support you, Lexi. We also uh, support the min cannabis. We're unfortunately out of time we're going to have to invite you back because we would love to highlight the philanthropic work that the Mint cannabis does. Hmm. I'm going to just kind of wrap it up that oh my gosh, they have over the past two years, donated through sponsorships, cash donations, and in-kind donations, almost $100,000. That includes $60,000 of in-kind billboards for us to share our programs that are absolutely free. So thank you so much for the work that you're doing in the community, the breast cancer community, the community as a whole, and educating people—knowledge is power. So, again, my thanks to you, Lexi. And we need to have you back on and share more information. I would
2: love—I would love if anyone has questions too. Thank you so much for having me. If your audience has any specific questions, I know we're skipping around between science and experience, and you know how it can benefit. So, if there's any any way I can help in the future. I would love to. You guys are great to work with. How can they
1: reach out to you, Lexi?
2: Um, Call me, beat me if you want to reach me, guys. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I actually am happy to give you guys my email. Um, If anyone wants to reach out directly, if they're in the area, we can always get you guys to come through, set you up with a bud tender that can kind of meet your needs. So I'd be happy to give that to you so you can share that with everyone.
1: Yeah, we will share that on our our social media so they can contact you. And again, Lexi, the Duchess, (laughs) thank you so much for sharing. And Ashley, thank you so much for co-hosting with me. And a special thanks again to our sponsors who make this possible. The Arizona Center for Reconstructive Breast Surgery, Cancer and Blood Specialists of Arizona, Cigna, The Mint, Pfizer, Sonora Quest, True Leaf Harvest. Oh, and I forgot to do our our check for a lump challenge, Ashley.
0: I have it right here. Challenge? So, you know, playing on that whole women, you know, when we're all burdened emotionally and physically during breast cancer treatment, um, check for a lump offers a super survivor kits to our survivors, our breast cancer survivors, and we want to know: Do you know what? is in our super survivor kits okay okay i think i do and (laughs) i believe
2: if i remember it is a full comfort kit so you get things that you need um, as well as things that you want so you can socks and hats like blankies cozy things but there's also things like candles and bath bombs sometimes right
0: Yes, we have our non toxic product line, so it's candles and soap. That's right, it's non toxic,
2: so no one's gonna have an awful hypoallergenic reaction. Exactly. (laughs)
1: Yes, and our magazines are in there as well, and you can find more information in our magazine about McCannabis cannabis and a couple articles that written by them with more information just about the history of cannabis and uh, treatment use and all of their contact info also available in spanish so we're going to check out today but thank you for tuning in to checking in with check for a lump thank you so much for having me guys you've been amazing it's been a great thank you
2: lexi i'll see you soon